0: to the Extension Connection podcast. The Grant County Cooperative Extension Service is here to help connect you with research-based information about economic development, energy and water, farm and ranch, yard and garden, natural resources, health and well-being, and our very popular youth development program, 4-H. I'm your host, Jessica Swap the 4-H and Agriculture Agent here in Grant County, New Mexico. We are part of New Mexico State University's College of Agricultural, Consumer, and Environmental Science, and we are here to serve you. So let's get started. Welcome back to my episode on What is 4-H? Part 2 On this episode, I'm going to be talking to a lot of different people from department heads to district directors and other county agents um, and specialists in the 4-H program to discuss what 4-H can offer in terms of the different projects, um, the contests, shooting sports, all those different things. So I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: And next on the podcast. I have Dr. Laura Vittner with me. Thank you for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So let's start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, kind of introduce yourself, your background and your education and anything you'd like for all of us to know about you. Sure. Thank you. Um,
2: Well, my name is Laura Vittner and I am currently serving as the interim department head for 4-H and Youth Development at New Mexico State University. A little bit about my background, I spent a good portion of my youth in Southern California. The community where, where we were living was experiencing a lot of turmoil and my mother decided that it was no longer a safe place for her to raise her two children. And so she made a decision to move us to rural Southeastern Idaho. So I completed um, my earlier education in Southeast Idaho, and shortly after that, I moved to Utah, completed my bachelor's and master's degrees at Utah State University, and found out while I was working on my master's degree, I had no intention of uh, pursuing education by any stretch of the imagination, but I was offered an opportunity to teach some classes on campus And and so I took that opportunity, and it changed the course of my entire life. In 2008, many people listening may remember the economy took a turn, and I applied for a job with New Mexico State University in the Cooperative Extension Service, and I was um, offered my position in Valencia County, where I served as a family and consumer science agent, Uh, For the past 11 years, several years ago, I decided that it was time for me to continue my education. I um, applied for and was accepted into the Educational Leadership and Administration Program at New Mexico State University, completed my Ph.D. in 2019, and um, early this past year was um, offered an opportunity to serve as the interim department head for 4-H. So it's it's been an interesting ride in terms of of career, but it has been so rewarding, incredibly challenging, and really exciting.
1: Wow! See, this is so cool. I learned all kinds of things um, just now about you, and and wow, California, to Idaho, to Utah, New Mexico, <laughs> you're you're almost like a world traveler. at least
2: at least the western part of the united states but, but this is my home to stay it is it is the the first place i've lived that has felt most like home to me even though um it's not really where i am from or where where my family originated from
1: well cool um we're gonna we're gonna get right down to the meat and potatoes of this deal and um I kind of came up with this idea for this podcast episode because I get asked this question a lot by families that may have not grown up in the 4-H program, have never heard of the 4-H program, and they're always asking me, well, what is 4-H? And I know we're supposed to have our elevator speech ready, but I never seem to quite be able to have mine ready. And I sometimes find myself kind of stumbling as an agent to kind of explain, well, what is 4-H? Because it's so many different things to different people, and so I decided to... Um, you know, ask a lot of my colleagues and 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 the kids that we have in the program and and get what what is 4-H to you? So I'm going to put you on the hot seat and I'm going to ask you, Laura, what is 4-H? That's a huge
2: question, Jessica, and I absolutely understand why it it may not always be the easiest thing to explain to someone because it is so big and so much. I would describe 4-H, uh, well, some of the facts. First of all, we know that 4-H is America's largest out-of-school educational program for youth. We know that nationwide, over 6 million youth now participate in 4-H. I would describe 4-H as a youth-led, youth-driven program that that focuses on a positive mentorship with adults, uh, hands on projects and activities, learning skills, developing relationships, um, understanding leadership, and having opportunity um informal education and it centers on what i mentioned before that idea of of hands-on education and learning by doing so it really fits in in my wheelhouse and i think also in many of my colleagues as well
1: it's pretty unique um when you think about it to have a youth organization that that is like you like you explained you know led by the youth and it's driven by the youth um i I find that to be a very unique thing that four h has is that it's really the kids that are are running you know they're in their leadership positions and and running their club and the county work that they do yeah, I think that you know that like you mentioned youth led youth driven
2: there are so many positives from that but but obviously the biggest one is that it then becomes really relevant to youth and they become incredibly invested in it. And you know, in extension, we're we're always taught to um, our programs are based on needs of a community. And you know, the great thing about the 4-H program is the program is based on what youth identify as their interests, their goals, what they want to see for their future—not just for their own life, but also for their families, for their communities, and for the world that that we all live in. So th- that approach is is so it's phenomenal. That's the easiest word to describe it is phenomenal.
1: Yes. And what what do you think that the youth gain um, by being in 4-H? What, what's in it for them?
2: So many different things. Um, I read somewhere about how 4-H empowers young people with the skills to lead for a lifetime. Um, and I love that statement. I, I think for youth, 4-H not only develops leadership skills in youth, but it it, it increases their knowledge and understanding of the world. It helps them make um, better choices in their life. It helps them to live healthier. It builds their confidence. It uh, teaches them about sportsmanship um, and work ethic. I think teamwork, communication skills. Um, It instills in youth the importance of community service. I think the benefits of it and what is learned are so much greater than, than what we, we sometimes or maybe outsiders view it as and that is the projects that youth participate in. I think when we really look at the benefits of 4-H, it's, it's these lifelong skills that they're learning while they are engaging and participating in projects.
1: I think that's a really, really great answer to that question there's probably so many things that the youth are gaining from the program that it we'd have to we'd have to sit down for hours to probably name all of them and all of the benefits that the kids gain. Now, I'm going to shift a little bit this direction um because when we have youth in a program, we do need some adult leadership um to kind of help guide our youth in the right direction and we take on volunteers in the communities that don't get paid and and they also get the chance to participate what do you think is the the impact of those adults on those youth that
2: impact it's huge um i i recently wrote a column for our volunteer leader line a newsletter that goes out to all of our volunteer leaders across the state you know the the impact of a volunteer leader is so meaningful. I think the easiest way for people to understand this is, you know, we can maybe identify the role and importance that perhaps um, adults in our in our immediate family or extended family had on on our life and how we we navigate through the world. But there is something so powerful about an adult stepping into the life of a young person when they absolutely have no responsibility in doing so other than it's just part of their heart. They just desire, they desire to be a mentor or a role model to a young person. And I think that, you know, that relationship is so powerful. When I think about volunteers in the 4-H program, To me, they're the cornerstone. They're, they're the, they're the backbone. (laughs) They are, they are the wheels on the ground. I mean, they are so many things to young people and absolutely essential to the success of, of a 4-H program as a whole, but definitely to, to the youth that they work with.
1: And I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift a little bit to talking about, uh, my experience as a 4-Her in the program because um, you you kind of jogged my memory about, um, you know, impactful people. Um, Tracy Drummond, who is now my colleague, was my 4-H agent when I was growing up. And he used to come into the school and do some of the in-school programming, which is also another aspect of 4-H, which I'm probably going to ask you about next. And I remember he would come in on Fridays and do, you know, kind of an ag lesson and – Fridays were my favorite day to go to school because I did not want to miss, you know, ad day where we got to learn things and, and see things that we never would have gotten to, you know, see or learn. And that's completely different from regular school. And I think at that point in time really started to set me on a trajectory towards being involved in agriculture. And so from a personal standpoint, it was very beneficial for me. We're often seen as, well, 4-H is just an out-of-school type of thing, but we actually offer in-school educational programming. Could you tell us a little bit more about
2: that? Yes. So one of the great things about the 4-H program is the education that we're able to share with young people in school, school enrichment programming. And much like you mentioned, it, it can take on so many different looks. That you spoke about your experience, you know, as a young person and a 4-H agent going into your school and providing, you know, education to your class. And, you know, one of the great things about this is that it, it exposes so many more young people to the 4-H program. It's a wonderful introduction, and it can really help to, to bring youth into 4-H that may otherwise not have had that. Opportunity, you know, I can speak from my own experience. I didn't learn about 4-H until I was I, I was an educator, and it wasn't something that was talked about in in our community. I didn't know other young people that were in the 4-H program, um, and I so I so wish that I would have known about 4-H. And I guess adding to that, one of the great things about school enrichment, you know, had my family known about the 4-H program, I grew up in a single-parent household. And the the traditional 4-H model of, you know, attending club meetings and um, having an attendance, you know, requirement and having, you know, participating in specific projects, that wouldn't have fit my family at that time. Um, because of, you know, all of the responsibilities that one parent had. And that's the benefit, I think, of a school enrichment program is that it it really provides an opportunity to share the benefits of 4-H with a much wider, larger audience.
1: I completely agree. I think you've done a fantastic job of helping me today to um, explain what is 4-H. So I appreciate you, and I appreciate your time on the
2: podcast. Yeah, thank you. I love an
1: opportunity to talk about New Mexico four eight. So thank you, Jessica. Alright. So now we have uh Miss Cheryl Butterfield and you have actually been on my podcast before, right? Yeah, it's been a while back. Yeah. Right when I first uh first started it. So um before we get uh, started on our topic today, I was going to see if uh, you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all that kind of stuff.
3: Sure. With a little background, I grew up in Northeastern New Mexico. I was actively involved in 4Asian FFA growing up. Came to New Mexico State University to uh, complete my degrees. I ended up with a bachelor's in ag econ, ag business, and Hospitality and tourism services, and then continued with my master's in home economics. Um, was able to go to work at the state forage office when I graduated and, um, worked doing some of the similar things that I'm doing now, which is working with the leadership team. Um, although now it's a little bit different. I, um, am very an advocate for agriculture and, and just enjoy doing a lot with kids.
1: Yes. And before, before you came back. To to, because um, you kind of come full circle again, um, or a recycle, I guess if we're, um, that's what they say. Um, <laughs> you were working with uh, New Mexico Ag in the classroom, correct? I was. I actually um, kind of had an
3: interesting tour on on my jobs, I guess you would say. Once I left the university, I uh, did a couple of other things. Ended up working in a county with the nutrition program through a Cooperative Extension Service for several years while my kids were growing up. And then had the opportunity um, to work with the Mexico um, Farm Bureau with the Ag in the Classroom program, and then I ended up back here um, at the State 4-H Office uh, doing the job I am now.
1: We do a lot of collaborative work with um, the Ag in the Classroom stuff, as you know. Um, we use their curriculum, and I think they kind of maybe borrow a little bit from us, and and it's a really great uh, team effort to. Uh, Educate youth on where their food comes from. So um, I think it's it's absolutely perfect that you were uh, that you've come full circle um, on doing that. Um, so we're going to get into kind of our our hot topic, if you will, of what I've been asking everyone is um, I'm getting a lot of different perspectives on um, answering this question because it's probably the most common question I get whenever we get into our enrollment period um is what is 4H um time and time again I'll have parents um or families that have maybe never never heard of 4H they weren't in 4H growing up and they don't know really what it is and so um I find myself sometimes kind of stumbling on how to explain exactly what you know all encompasses 4H so that's my question for you is what is
3: 4H I think that's a a good question, and I think it's hard sometimes to describe because it has so many facets, and we all may only be involved in different parts of it. So when we go to explain it, we're explaining it from our experience, but maybe not what the the base of 4-H is. So what I like to share is that it 4-H is the youth development program of the Cooperative Extension Service. It's available to all youth. Um, In our state, we're lucky to have a county extension office and county agent in every county in our uh, state, to help administer this program, and it is the largest youth development organization in the world. And the neat thing about it, there's lots of organizations that do things for kids, but 4-H is research-based, and it's based on four concepts of positive youth development, and those are so key to um, growing productive citizens and their belonging, um, independence, generosity, and mastery. And the neat thing about 4-H is we have lots of projects, and uh, sometimes we focus on the projects, but the projects are a tool we use to help grow our kids. Correct, correct.
1: That was a great um, explanation. And I, I kind of – I'm going to skip – I'm going to kind of go backwards, actually, now. Um, your specialty areas um, working at the state office is with, um, like, our adult volunteers as well as the, the leadership teams. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Well, to start with the leadership team, um, it's working with the the youth who um, are able to either be selected or elected to our state four H leadership team, and they come from um, every county, or potentially anybody. Any senior four can run for this office, and it's a wonderful experience to work with them. Um, they're this year's team is very dynamic. They're fun. They're um, willing to try new things. And of course, as we know, this year's been a little more challenging, but. Um, working with youth to me is just such a refreshing um, place to be. And you remember, it reminds you of, of, of the good things and why we're doing this and to help them. Um, but then they help us keep positive and things like that as well. But it's, they, the team itself um, helps put on our senior age and um, then one of our other activity for novice and juniors leadership events that are statewide. So they spend time um, developing. The themes and the the workshops they're going to present, and um, some of the background information and and the sessions for each of the the events that we host. But they take a big role in that. And in my job, as well as an agent that's their advisor, is to help just guide them and instruct them as they go along. But we try to let them learn and plan and and just give guidance as they go. The um, other piece is the adult volunteer um in working with that piece because 4 H um, I mentioned earlier we have an agent in every county and sometimes we have a specific agent that works with 4 H but not necessarily. They may have other responsibilities as well. But the reason 4 H can grow is because of our adult volunteers and they're the hand that helps reach out and expand our program to so many others. And one of the neat things talked about making full circle that I got to experience is going from the state office, although I didn't work in the volunteer position the first time around, is going and raising my kids and being involved in 4-H from the parent perspective and the volunteer perspective. And it's given me a different outlook, but i um, always been so appreciative of 4-H leaders and their time and their commitment to, to the youth, because that's what it's about, is them being committed to help youth learn and grow. Right, yeah, they
1: really are the backbone of um of the whole program without without the volunteers, we definitely would not be able to to accomplish very much, transitioning a little bit now um you know we we've kind of got an idea of of what four h is, but you know what what are they exactly learning? what are they getting out of it what what kind of skills are they going to be able to take away from being in four h There's such a variety of
3: skills, and there's um, a targeting life skills graphic that was put together, and they they took all the things that kids are learning, and then they correlated to the hands, heart, head, and health, but some of them are, you know, we talked about belonging. They're learning empathy. They're learning caring for others, all the community service that we do. They're learning how to manage their time and be responsible. They're learning to be resilient. Projects don't always go as they're supposed to, and sometimes it's hard. And so they learn how to get up and keep moving forward. They're learning um, critical thinking. How do you solve problems? How to make decisions? Um, Some of our judging contests we talk a lot about is really helping them to look at what is their decision and what are they basing those decisions on. It's a skill they can translate to anything. Uh, Stress management. You know, healthy living is a big piece. Uh, Character. And um teamwork, but confidence is one you hear a lot in leadership among the kids, although there's a whole
1: bunch more, those are just a few. And um just in case we're, we have somebody listening who's an adult and they're thinking, gosh, this sounds like a really good program, you know, I, I would, I'm thinking that I would like to get involved. What do you think that volunteers gain from, from being involved in the 4-H program? I, I think, there's there's lots of different um,
3: things that, that volunteers gain. One, you know, if you're a parent, you become a volunteer is doing things with your children, which is was huge for me, being there, being a part of it. Um, but being a caring adult is one. Having a caring adult that's not a parent um, is also very uh, beneficial for children to have that other person. And I know as a parent, I always like to surround my kids with with people, other adults that um would support them because they don't always listen to their parents. So that's always a, a benefit there. <laughs> the other <that's laughs> <It's true. laughs> the other um thing too is just I mean, you have leaders that learn new skills and you may check on a project that you know nothing about and so you may actually learn a whole new skill set while you're teaching kids and, and helping them with that project as well. Um, and just knowing that you're helping children to gain these these characteristics, these skills we just talked about, from the confidence, from the, the teamwork, the belonging, so many things that, that make 4-H, um, they treat the whole person. It's not just one piece of a child we're looking at. All these skills, they affect every part, and you can be a, a very, the leaders are a very, very important part to making 4-H successful.
1: And I, I have to say from personal experience, you know, being an agent, I don't, you know, I don't know everything about every single project. But uh every now and then I'll kinda of dive into a project that you know I really don't know too much about or I get involved in something and man I I learned so much um while while doing it that um I, I keep thinking, gosh, why did I do this sooner? You know, it it's very beneficial and also makes you feel good. Makes you feel good to be able to get back, give back and um you know, be involved with the future generations. See, yeah, I think one of the things in four H that because kids are growing
3: and developing, it's not like we're. It's not like math, where you present a skill, you teach the skill, they practice the skill, you test on the skill. Um, yes, projects are a little like that, but they usually are growing on each other. But it's the value of that confidence and those other life skills we talked about that you really don't see right away. That it's a very slow growth sometimes, and even you know as adults we can look back and go, "Wow, that really helped me." Four H was this, and that's um, sometimes we don't collect that data very well, but there was a study done um, by Tufts University that just has some neat facts that I thought I would share. And one was um, that youth in 4 age are four times more likely to give back to their communities. You know, just because mm-hmm. community service is a huge part of, of what we do. It's a part of your club work. Every year we have a community service project, and it's just really gearing our kids to think um, beyond themselves. Then two times more likely to make healthier choices, which is we see the things that our, our kids are facing these days that um aren't healthy, that to know that forage helps them make better choices um for themselves is is a neat thing to be able to actually put into words now and see
1: yes, I completely agree um well, I'd like to thank you for being on my podcast and helping me explain. Uh, What is 4-H? I I think you gave uh, some really good insight into um, some different angles of the different sides of 4-H. I thank you so much. You're welcome. Now I'm going to speak with Tom Dean. He is the Southwest District Director and also my boss. So welcome to my podcast, Mr. Dean.
4: Thank you, Jessica, for having me today.
1: No problem. So before we get started on kind of talking about our topic that uh, we're focusing on today, uh, I'd like to hear a little bit about your background. Let's give the listeners, um, you know, let them know you a little bit better, your background, education, all those types of things.
4: Like you mentioned, uh, um, I'm the Southwest District Department head uh, with four, or with the Cooperative Extension Service, which is uh, the mother program that houses the 4-H program, and I oversee nine counties in the southwest uh, part of New Mexico, uh, doing more of the administrative personnel role for the Cooperative Extension Service. Um, I got a master's degree in in uh, range science, ruminant nutrition, and spent a little bit of time with... Uh, the Texas Cooperative Extension Service, or Texas AgriLife, is what they call it themselves um, at that time. And so I've uh, got a little bit of experience, 19 years of experience within the Cooperative Extension Service, and uh 4-H program is definitely near and dear to my heart.
1: And I bet it changed a lot in uh the span of those years, but probably not as much as it has changed recently.
4: Well, the good thing for us is 4-H. Uh, the actual program for 4-H has had opportunities to provide more programs, but the overall aspect and the youth development component of it really hasn't changed much because um, the 4-H slogan is learn by doing and, and all the youth development stuff that we do has a hands-on component. So I think that delivery method and the way it originally started is still true today If if we're doing that through hands-on, learn-by-doing model.
1: I couldn't agree more that uh, the basis is still there. Um, you know, you're still free to to learn on your own at home. You may not be able to attend a meeting or something, but, um, yeah, you can still do 4-H, um, you know, at home and and really kind of hone in on independent learning. I want to transition, uh, just a little bit. I want to go back to talking about how you are, uh, NMSU alumni. How did NMSU, um, and attending NMSU, uh, really prepare you for, uh, the career field that you're in?
4: Well, so in terms of the career field and kind of how I ended up in this particular deal, I started my college education, um, had some, looked at some different options with the AgEd program at New Mexico State University, but uh, I ended up in the range science, animal science and department because my years in the 4-H program, I was pretty heavily involved in the livestock programs, and then range management uh, was an area that I did quite a bit of work in, and my county agent at the time helped uh, prepare a group of us in a team to do the uh, range plan ID and range management contest and fortunately for me with with the group that we had we were able to win state contest and go on to the nationals and then a couple of years later we were able to do it in the FFA program and go to national contest so it was kind of ingrained in me the range management side and so that kind of led me in that that direction. Uh, but, with all that I did within the four h program growing up, the extension service was just uh near and dear to my heart and uh when I graduated with a bachelor's degree, I actually had an opportunity to do an interim position in Catron County and uh get get my feet wet if you will, just a little bit and uh Took advantage of that opportunity, and then ended up going back and getting a master's and uh, doing a ruminant nutrition study up in at the Corona Ranch, and um, all of that research-based information really helped me to uh, kind of flourish as a county agent. In the fact that our jobs are to take the research and disseminate that out to the clientele in New Mexico, so. Uh the youth development component comes from my experience with four H and then my uh range and animal science degree helps me with uh the scientific side and disseminating research.
1: So I already have learned something. I had no idea that you um you spent a little bit of time in my old uh my old stomping grounds there, Patron County.
4: No, it's probably before you were even a four H It
1: may have been. We'll have to we'll have to compare notes after this. <laughs> <laughs> So, hot topic is as an agent, and I'm sure you get this as well. Uh, a lot of times, we're we're approached by families that maybe they have no idea what 4-H is. They didn't grow up in the program; they've never heard of it, and that's the question. That's the first thing they ask: is what is 4-H? And in an attempt to try to explain what is 4-H, um, I've decided that I'm going to ask a lot of different people from a lot of different angles what is 4-H? So um, I'm interested to see uh, what your what your answer is to that.
4: 4-H is a, a youth organization that's across the nation and even international. Uh, but it, in New Mexico, it reaches our youth from 5 to 19, and it's um, a program that provides opportunities for youth development uh, and learning and a learn-by-doing approach. And there's over 200 different projects and there's so many different avenues for 4-H that it's hard to explain them all in in one setting. So um, the easy answer for what is 4-H is youth organization that is a learn-by-doing, hands-on learning approach, um, and it really does develop um, mastery, belonging, and leadership skills.
1: When kids are enrolled into 4-H, uh, what are some of the things that uh, they're they're learning? What are what are they saying that they are gaining from the program? What kind of impact is 4-H having on um, on them?
4: Well, I'm going to start to answer that question a little bit like this. I, I have a saying for those folks that want to do 4-H. Uh, 4-H is different for every individual, hands down. Um there's so much diversity and different programs and areas that they can be involved with that I don't think any one person has the same experience, and you get out of four h what you put into it so somebody that that just comes in and they don't know about the four h program and they don't immerse themselves in in the the projects and the club work they probably don't get as much out of it as those kids that take advantage of all the opportunities. And, um, you know, fortunately for me growing up, and uh, I was able to take advantage of a lot of opportunities. So, really, what do kids get out of the 4-H program and all the different program areas? Uh, it's kind of independent learning, but I don't know if that answers the question enough or you want me to go into more detail
1: think that that answers it um and and i can i i agree with you on the you know you get what you put in and and really that that's a life lesson in itself you know when you go to work you're going to get what you put in if you do the bare minimum you're going to be um, evaluated as as such someone who who only does the bare minimum so i I think that there's a real life lesson even in just that you know 4-H offers a lot of different Type of camps and activities, you know, there's ranch camp, shooting sports, all these types of things. If you could name, you know, like your top favorites or top two favorite um, type of, of programs that New Mexico 4-H offers, what would they be? Oh And I can
4: only name two?
1: Oh, you can That's... name as many as you want. <laughs> I was just trying to make it um, a little bit easier. <laughs>
4: I got you. I think in in terms of trying to uh name off some opportunities that uh youth have within the program. I, um, I'm going to start with something um New Mexico 4H Day at the Roundhouse is something that I find is a very valuable program that we do uh here in New Mexico with and most uh, 4H programs do this, but for youth to be able to learn about uh the citizenship project and their their governments i think is a pretty neat item uh that we offer within the 4H program because we truly do build the leaders of tomorrow and uh through that program we actually help give them insight and they get to visit with actual legislators and community minded people that hopefully they would like to emulate one day and become our future leaders. So I'm going to put that one at the top of the list there. All of our leadership programs I think is very, very important. And we've got our our senior leadership retreat and our youth getaway programs. And those two are very similar, but they're based on age. So our seniors go to senior leadership retreat and our junior and novice members go to youth getaway. But that actually provides a leadership training that helps really bring our youth out and give them the opportunity, uh, to practice that public speaking, uh, those engagement type critical thinking skills that they will probably need in the future. So I'm pretty high on our leadership programs, uh, with that, that type of thing in mind and, um, it gives them a chance to kind of master some of those programs. Now, one more that I'll talk about real quick and yeah. is the New Mexico Youth Ranch Management Camp, which you don't have to be a member of the 4-H program, but um, it is a youth development camp that we have in New Mexico that basically helps. Uh, well, our whole goal for that program is to develop uh the youth of today to be uh future agriculturalist later in their their years. So with our aging population of agriculture we need people to be able to replace them. So we train train youth and give them career opportunities through our programs as well.
1: Yes, yes, I completely agree. So one last kind of surprise question for you. Um with with everything that's gone on in the past year with COVID-19, and um, how do you feel that the you know agents here in the state have responded to that by basically turning what used to be our in-person programming that we never really we never had to really spin and, and make it virtual? How do you think that that's gone for us agents in the in the state of New Mexico, and and how do you think it's going?
4: Well, I kind of dodged the COVID part of the first answers when you talked about the 4-H program and uh, (laughs) what you are doing. Because because the 4-H program and what we do in New Mexico is so hands-on, our kids or the youth that are in our 4-H program join 4-H for the hands-on learning experience. And I think the social aspect is such a big deal with what 4-H offers to develop those skills that it's very, very important for us as a whole, the whole Extension system, that having that face-to-face and interaction um, really helps give kids that sense of belonging and and mastering and developing those skills. So COVID has kind of kicked us in the shins a little bit when it comes to our ability to work with kids, and that's been a real negative for us. Now, the positive that's come out of that, and your question more specifically, is what have agents been able to do to respond to this? And I'm going to highlight one thing for you. And our 4-H program is not all about cows and plows and the agriculture side of it. But in this COVID time frame with the pandemic, that has been a highlight for most of our 4-H programming in the fact that the youth that deal with the livestock projects and are heavily involved in agriculture have had something to do the entire time during the pandemic. Uh, And that's a testament to keeping kids with their mental stability, uh, keeping them engaged. Uh, They don't have the depression issues that we might see in some others that have been, when you use the terms, kind of held more captive and not being able to go to school and and visit with other youth. So I think our 4-H youth and our livestock projects have been able to keep engaged uh, during all of this, and that's been a highlight. And so we can equate that back to companion animals and what that does for the mental stability and and that whole program. I think our livestock programs have been able to provide that to our youth during this time.
1: I had never really put that connection together about, um, you know, the, the companion animal, um, aspect. And you're absolutely correct.
4: Yeah. The other thing that I want to highlight, um, outside of the livestock projects, just, um, uh, you know, just like yourself working on this podcast, um, the agents in New Mexico and even across the nation have had to pivot and figure out how to provide programs virtually. And so, while we see the attendance from our youth, they don't really like getting on the the zoom meetings and having four h club meetings that way uh but there have been some innovative programs that have been initiated across the state to try to engage the youth in that that realm uh outside of the livestock and keep keep contests kind of flowing and provide them with some kind of opportunity and while it's harder to be able to market those programs and get get kids involved, uh, we still had some pretty good success in moving things along. So uh, I would like to commend all the agents in New Mexico for trying to keep, keep youth uh, engaged and keep some youth development programs kind of moving during this
1: time. Yes, I agree. I, I commend all of uh, all of the other agents around the state and, and around the nation for what they're doing and uh, the impact that they're making. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? or?
4: I guess one of the last things is, you know, our, our 4-H program gives kids a sense of mastery, that leadership, and that sense of belonging. And I think the, the youth development program that we help coordinate is is vital to the success of of our nation even in regards to to supplying educated folks that uh, have skills outside of the classroom that really give them the advantage and help help them to be successful as they move through uh, their careers and and for the rest of their lives.
1: I'm glad that you added that in. I'd like to thank you for being on the podcast and, and sharing your views today and, and what you think that 4-H is. I really appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Jessica, for having me. Appreciate the conversation.
1: Now on my podcast, I'm actually interviewing um, someone very influential in my life. Um, it, um, this is Tracy Drummond, and he is the um, 4-H agent in Catherine County. So before we get started, um, I was going to have you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and talk about your background and your job title, your education, all those things.
5: Uh, my name is Tracy Drummond. As you said, I'm the Catron County, actually Catron County agent, so I do everything. I'm the only agent in the county. Uh have a bachelor's degree in animal science from Texas A&M University and a master's in agriculture economics from New Mexico State University.
1: Nice. And you actually grew up um, here in the, the Grant County area,
5: huh? Yes. Uh, graduated from Cliff High School.
1: I was going to ask you because I was, you know, kind of thinking about the fact that you were uh, you were my agent when I was growing up. Um, have you had any other 4-H members that have turned out to be extension agents?
5: Mm, yes. I guess uh, Wayne Shockey in Eddy County was... Uh a senior my first year in extension, so uh did a little bit with him and did uh quite a bit with his dad and his little brother, so I was pretty familiar with him yeah. and his family. And yeah, then course, cool. yourself and then uh uh Emily Bruton, the new agent in Socorro County was actually in county for H as well.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. All right, so um we're gonna get down to our topic for the day. Um and this is a question I'm sure you've been asked a million times and you're probably better at answering it than, than some of us, but, um, you know, one of the biggest questions they get asked is, what is 4-H? Um, what do the kids do? What do they learn? So I'm kind of asking everybody else, you know, getting a lot of different perspectives from people on what is 4-H. So I would like to hear, um, you know, what is 4-H?
5: Well, the technical side of it, 4-H is a cooperative program between, uh, USDA, Uh, New Mexico State University, and then obviously your local county to provide uh, educational programming for youth ages 5 to 19 uh, in a variety of areas, uh, broad categories, leadership, uh, citizenship, uh, ag and natural resources, uh, a lot of your STEM-type technology-type opportunities as well.
1: What do you think the most influential, uh, projects that kids can take in 4-H? Oh,
5: there's, there's just so many projects. Uh, I'm kind of near and dear to animal projects because I think it, uh, it gives the person a different perspective when they're responsible for taking care of another living thing and that, you know, they're solely responsible for how that, that thing performs and how it, uh, you know, how, how, how successful they are in those programs. Uh, now don't get me wrong, there are family programs that, that are more successful when the family's involved. Uh, but quite honestly, one of the most useful aspects, I think, of the 4-H program is the traditional club setting where kids learn parliamentary procedure. They learn to have valid, good discussion with people well, maybe that have a different idea or background than they do. Uh, those type of things and I think as far as, uh, life skills go, that traditional club setting with, with people in different backgrounds and, and different interests having to come together to make decisions and plan activities and so forth is, is one of the most valuable aspects of the 4-H program.
1: I would totally agree and I, I did the, uh, the livestock projects in 4-H and I have to say I think they probably prepared me the most um in terms of being an agent myself um being able to be in those projects i learned a lot over the years how many clubs do you guys have in captain county
5: we uh basically have a club in each community and and we've we've had some combine and some drop out but i believe we're running right at seven clubs
1: oh that's pretty good some of
5: them are fairly small some of them are are bigger. Uh,
1: you're also, um, you know, a parent. Your kids were in 4-H, and, and what did you see in them as they went through the program?
5: Oh, I think it was a valuable experience for them. Uh, we're, my kids were maybe a little different than some is they were actually homeschooled. We chose to homeschool them, and, and my wife chose to. That was basically her job was to was to make sure that they were educated and we use the 4H program and then obviously my work for the 4H program as as an opportunity for them to meet other youth like-minded youth and and develop those leadership opportunities and both of my kids have actually graduated from college with agriculture degrees and and are you know successful in their chosen career field now and um you know i attribute a lot of that to uh, the lessons and and things they learned in 4H
1: yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that. And um the parents that you have in your program, um, what are they seeing uh, in their kids? What kind of skills are they gaining from, from the program?
5: Well we have a a, a significant uh number of, of kids that uh, are in our four H programs, obviously for animal projects and the opportunity to sell those animals and so forth. But we also have a significant group of kids that are that are in four H four for social interaction opportunities their parents like the fact that they can get together with kids and families that are like-minded and they can you know they have some control over those social settings that they they don't see in you know the general public uh you know they the opportunity the opportunity for leadership activities in chapter county is minimal you know we have no little league we have no uh None of your traditional youth type activities that would happen in a larger town. And so, uh, 4-H is an opportunity for, for those kids to get out and develop those skills. And, and quite honestly, to develop those skills outside of your traditional classroom, um, you know, where, where they've chosen to be there and to be involved. And in it, you know, it's not as, uh, dictatorial type of setting as your traditional school system would be.
1: Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about um, some of the other things that 4-H can offer, such as the contest. Um, One of my favorites, and I know it's one of yours, is the livestock judging contest. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
5: Yeah, I think that's one of the most unique parts of the 4-H program is is our contests that we have. uh, You know, contests reflect the project areas. You know, if you want to roll public speaking, you can compete in public speaking and entomology and so forth. But uh, as you mentioned, livestock judging is one of my favorites. I think it, uh, there's a contest area that we can use to develop young people's uh, confidence, speaking ability, decision-making skills. All those can be done with the livestock judging contest. And, and uh, quite honestly, I, I competed in it when I was a 4 Her. Uh, my kids have been competitive in Livestock Judging, uh, both of my kids actually went to college on judging scholarships and basically had two years of school, um you know, paid for that way. So get, those are some other opportunities that can uh be had through the 4-H program.
1: What about any of the other contests um, that are available? What other kind of contests All, are there?
5: Like I said, there, there's contests that reflect uh, every type of personality, Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's probably not going to think livestock judging is as important or as cool as I do, Uh, but there's other contests from bowl-type contests where uh, you compete as a team and you are asked questions and you buzz in and answer those kind of like a game show format. Uh, The entomology contest, for example, is is insect identification. Uh, There, you know, other contests, uh, favorite foods, for example, uh, you learn how to make – quick dishes and, and you prepare them and you're quizzed on your knowledge about the nutritional value of that dish as well as uh, food safety and aspects like that. So, again, there's contests that reflect almost every project area and, and again, almost every type of personality. So there's an opportunity for everyone.
1: Also part of the, the, the 4-H program that um, I don't think anybody's really touched on, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about um is also the shooting sports program. Um what can you tell us about that?
5: Shooting sports program uh again is is fairly unique to four H. The only other youth program that I'm aware of is Boy Scouts does have some aspect of shooting sports within it. Uh but again there's no other form to compete, uh, uh particularly in the state of New Mexico that I'm aware of, uh, you know, as a young person uh, you know, other than the four H competitive side. And again, you can compete at your county level, move on to the district level for our novice and junior members, and then our senior members compete at the state level in a variety of disciplines, you know, shotgun contests, uh, ski trap, sporting clays, all those, uh, you know, your traditional three position rifle, air rifle, um, you know, all those different contests, including muzzle loading, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that senior 4-H's can compete at. And there's also national contests associated with most of those as well. So not only can you compete at the state level but uh you can go on and compete nationally as well.
1: Yes, and I, I think the contests really um really drive home the point of uh what the projects are also designed to keep. Um it just exemplifies those skills um in a in a competitive manner, um, you know, increasing your well, well
5: they're they're an now- out. They're an outreach of what you learn in those projects and allow you to apply them, uh, you know, in a, in a situation where, you know, you have to think about what you learned. You have to apply it, uh, again, back to livestock judging, you have to defend that with oral reasons. Uh, so you, you know, your decision making skills, your thinking on your feet, uh, you know, they're no different than a job interview or something like that. And, uh, we, we think back on that and, and competing in those contests you know, starting at a young age, you know, when you go into that first job interview, you know, it, you know, it's not like it's something new. You've you've had that pressure on you, you've been through situations like that. And and you can rely on that, you know, familiarness and, and things like that with those activities and, and again that you know gives you confidence and strength to be successful at, at anything you do in life. Again, back to life skills. That's what that's what the forage program is basically teaching is life skills. We just do it in a lot of different ways. Um uh, one of the big uh, buzzwords right now is self esteem. 4-H program has always uh included self esteem in any any aspect of those projects. The confidence that young people get by uh taking on a project, learning about that project, uh completing the activities within that project and then maybe going and competing uh in activities related to that project just, you know, strengthens their uh confidence in themselves and their abilities and their decision making.
1: Yes. And I, I have to say a lot of those skills are very, very needed in our society. And I have to say that those skills, um, you know, that I gained by being in four H and, and in livestock judging and some others um really helped um uh, help like you said, helped me think on my feet and um another great thing that um it taught me was um and I and I also encourage youth if if you're interested in livestock there's no better way to learn what a good one looks like than to judge them and see them compared to others and be able to evaluate and see the things that are good and see the things that are maybe not so ideal on these animals, so that way when they go to choose their show animals, they already kind they kind of have a, an idea of what's what they're looking for and and how these animals are pieced together so that they can pick the optimal animal for them and that fits into their budget.
5: For sure, and then and not only that, but but when uh, they compete with that animal and a judge, judge critiques that animal, they understand, you know, those aspects that the judge is talking about that were superior or or maybe not as good as somebody else's, and and you know they could, you know if they're if they're open minded and they that and understand what they say and look at their animal, you know, they can see those differences, and uh, you know again that's that's a that's just a positive side of it, but, but, you know, even, uh, you know, even people that never show an animal, uh, there's so many positive aspects related to, to that contest environment that are going to, you know, be positive life skills for them, um, you know, throughout their life.
1: That pretty much answers all my questions. Did you have anything else that you'd like to add or say?
5: No, no, just that, uh, the 4-H program is, is, uh, is a very valuable program you know, that provides a lot of opportunities for youth uh and, and, and in in an diverse group of youth i mean again, like I said, the animal programs are near and dear to my heart, but there's so many other things that you can do in four h that um you, that you can develop young people with and that they um you know they can use to to develop skills that are going to be useful throughout their life i mean the four h model is to learn by doing and so uh, a lot of things are, you know, hands-on and, and based on, uh, you know, completing activities, and, and you know, you have uh, a tangible object or something along those lines, you know, whether it be a garment that you've made in a sewing project or, or biscuits in a baking project that you have, you know, when you're done with that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of variety in terms of things that you can choose from um, based on your interests. Well, I think you've done an excellent job of
0: explaining what
5: is story. So I thank you so much for being on my podcast. You're welcome.
0: Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast. Want more information? You can visit us at our website, grantextension.nmsu.edu. Follow us on Facebook at NMSU Grant County CES, Snapchat at Grant County NM4H. Shoot us an email at grant at nmsu.edu or give us a call at New Mexico State University is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer and educator. NMSU and the U.S. Department of Agriculture cooperating. Did you enjoy this podcast? Did you learn something? Did you gain knowledge that you can Please feel free to reach out to me and let me know. I'm always looking for feedback on what I can do better or topics that I can discuss. So please give me an email at grant at nmsu.edu.